0: The Gospel of John, Chapter 4 Now when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although in fact it was not Jesus who did the baptizing, but his disciples, he left Judea and went off again to Galilee, which meant his passing through Samaria. There he came to a Samaritan town called Sychar, which is near the plot of land that Jacob gave to his son, Joseph, and Joseph's spring was there. Jesus, tired with the journey, sat down beside it, just as he was. The time was about midday. Presently, a Samaritan woman arrived to draw some water. Please give me a drink, Jesus said to her, for his disciples had gone away to the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How can you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. If you knew what God can give, Jesus replied, and if you knew who it is that said to you, Give me a drink. You would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, said the woman, you have no bucket, and this well is deep. Where can you get your living water? Are you a greater man than our ancestor Jacob, who gave us this well, and drank here himself with his family and his cattle? Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I will give him will never be thirsty again, for my gift will become a spring in the man himself welling up into eternal life. The woman said, Sir, give me this water, so that I may stop being thirsty, and not have to make this journey to draw water any more. Go and call your husband, and then come back here, said Jesus to her. I haven't got a husband, the woman answered. You are quite right in saying, I haven't got a husband, replied Jesus. For you have had five husbands, and the man you have now is not your husband at all. Yes, you spoke the truth when you said that. Sir, said the woman again. I can see that you are a prophet. Now our ancestors worshipped on this hillside, but you Jews say that Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Believe me, returned Jesus, the time is coming when worshipping the Father will not be a matter of on this hillside or in Jerusalem. Nowadays you are worshipping what you do not know. We Jews are worshipping what we know, for the salvation of mankind is to come from our race. Yet the time is coming, yes, and has already come when true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in reality. Indeed, the Father looks for men who will worship Him like that. God is spirit, and those who worship Him can only worship in spirit and in reality. Of course I know that Messiah is coming, returned the woman. You know, the one who is called Christ. When He comes, He will make everything plain to us. I am Christ speaking to you now, said Jesus. At this point His disciples arrived, and were very surprised to find Him talking to a woman. But none of them asked, What do you want with her? Or, Why are you talking to her? So the woman left her water pot behind and went into the town and began to say to the people, Come out and see the man who told me everything I've ever done. Can this be Christ? So they left the town and started to come to Jesus. Meanwhile, the disciples were begging him, Master, do eat something. To which Jesus replied, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. This, of course, made the disciples ask each other, Do you think anyone has brought him any food? Jesus said to them, my food is doing the will of him who sent me and finishing the work he has given me. Don't you say four months more and then comes the harvest? But I tell you to open your eyes and look at the fields. They are gleaming white, all ready for the harvest. The reaper is already being rewarded and getting in a harvest for eternal life so that both sower and reaper may be glad together. For in this harvest, the old saying comes true. One man sows, and another reaps. I have sent you to reap a harvest for which you never labored. Other men have worked hard, and you have reaped the result of their labors. Many of the Samaritans who came out of that town believed in him through the woman's testimony. He told me everything I've ever done. And when they arrived, they begged him to stay with them. He did stay there two days, and far more believed in him because of what he himself said. As they told the woman, we don't believe any longer now because of what you said. We have heard him with our own ears. We know now that this really is the Savior of the world. After the two days were over, Jesus left and went away to Galilee. For Jesus himself testified that a prophet enjoys no honor in his own country. And on his arrival, the people received him with open arms. For they had seen all that he had done in Jerusalem during the festival, since they had themselves been present. So Jesus came again to Cana in Galilee, the place where he had made the water into wine. At Capernaum, there was an official whose son was very ill. When he heard that Jesus had left Judea and had arrived in Galilee, he went off to see him and begged him to come down and heal his son, who was by this time at the point of death. Jesus said to him, Will you never believe unless you see signs and wonders? Sir, returned the official, please come down before my boy dies. You can go home, returned Jesus. Your son is alive. And the man believed what Jesus had said to him and went on his way. On the journey back, his servants met him with the report, Your son is alive and well. So he asked them at what time he had begun to recover, and they replied, The fever left him yesterday at one o'clock in the afternoon. Then the father knew that this must have happened at the very moment when Jesus had said to him, Your son is alive. And he and his whole household believed in Jesus. This then was the second sign that Jesus gave on his return from Judea to Galilee.